everybody. Happy Monday. Brand new week. We had a beautiful sunny weekend here in Melbourne. Um, and despite the stage four lockdowns, we enjoyed some sunshine by the pool and some family time, some hair cutting time. Um, the boys got their uh, haircuts <laughs> um, due to a new like um, uh, device that Stuart bought, which made it a lot easier than the last time around. And the girls got their hair dyed and all that kind of stuff. And um, uh, we mucked around and spruced ourselves up, you know, DIY style. So I hope you guys had uh, a wonderful weekend no matter where you are and you're staying safe. And certainly we can see some tiny little light at the end of the tunnel uh, in Melbourne uh, where the cases are going down, down, down. Um, and hopefully we're going to end this stage four um, lockdown in a couple of weeks time. So nevertheless, I thought why not talk about uh, it. Uh, good morning, Karen. How are you? Um, I thought I'd uh, talk about um, uh, something I always do every September. Today is the last day of winter as well. Um, tomorrow is the first day of spring. I'm very excited about that. Hey, Dee. Um, happy Monday. And so, um, yeah, I'm excited um, uh, about what's ahead, the warmer weather, but also I'm waiting for my delivery anxiously from Officeworks that I placed last Thursday to get my brand new planner, my wall planner. I can't turn the whole computer around, but I've got one of those Sasco planners that they've got two sizes. I get the massive size because my whole life is events and I need to see kind of things, what's happening, what's coming up and what date it is really easily. So that's the thing that I get myself every year. It's like a whiteboard so you can um, you can wipe things out. Hey, Luba, I know it's Sunday on the other side of the world. Sunday afternoon, evening, morning, Vivi. <laughs> DIY looks good. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, you watch a few YouTube videos and you can do anything, <laughs> pretty much. All right, so planning, September. Always, every year. You know, uh, this is the month that I uh, spend uh, working out what's going to happen next year. You kind of think, oh my God, it's so early, right? Five months ahead um, of the new year, but nothing like looking ahead, reflecting at where you're at, what's going to happen for the rest of the year and what are you going to do? So first thing is, um, as I said, I placed an order with Officeworks and in America it would be Staples or whatever it is. Hey, Helen, there's so many people coming on. Great to see you guys. It is all about planning today and how, I guess I'll, I'll explain what I do and how I do it and what I look at. Um, and then you can make that relevant to yourself. Good morning, Lindy, as well to you. All right, so yes, I order myself one of those massive Sasco um, calendars, uh, only lasts for the year. And um, and then obviously uh, get thrown. The other side of it actually is a, a whiteboard, full on whiteboard that you can use to have a couple of uses. But I stick it onto my wall with one of those uh, 3M Velcro things. So if I need to take it off and work on it um, and kind of place it somewhere else or use the whiteboard side on the other side, then you can easily um, take it on and off the wall. But pretty much it's um, it's what sits on there and how I plan and look at things and what are the months looking like, when all the holidays, when, I, when all the events, when is it going to be really busy and not so busy and all that sort of stuff. So that's the first thing. Um, also, um, I... Um, I and waiting, guys, for the ultimate business planner. So you remember how I've been creating these little planners every year um, for five years. Well, this is the sixth year, and I actually decided to move it across to be a evergreen um, planner. 
Lindy, if you are watching this, can you please like post the link straight to that Evergreen Planner page on the writerbook.com.au? If you go to the shop tab, you will find it. They're printed. We're just waiting for cargo to be open so it can be posted out to uh, Melbourne from where it's coming. Um, so they're ready and uh, ready to go. So I've converted the annual planner into an evergreen, guys, so that I don't have to stress out about selling them on a specific date and all that kind of stuff. And I've got quite a few. We're only printing A5 um, uh, in pink and black uh, moving forward. And it's going to, uh, people are going to have to spend about 10 minutes to get it ready. And you can start it at any time of the year, which is wonderful. So I'll uh, let you know at the moment while we're waiting for them to arrive, there's 10 bucks off at the website if you use code EVERGREEN in capital letters um, and you can pre-purchase it. Uh, so my VA or myself later on, uh, we can um, just give you where to go. So why am I talking about that? Because of course, everything that goes on that big wall planner then gets translated into this little um, planner uh, that I can carry around with myself. So it's kind of carbon copy. I love doing things. I mean, I do things electronically as well. I do use an electronic calendar, but I love ticking stuff off. And this little planner has got the wall planner inside of it, right? So I move things um, to the inside and um, and if I'm on the road or, or not in my office, then I can see what's coming up. And of course, once I've put them inside the planner, I will put them inside the weeks and the pages and um, and also have little reminders for things that I do. So kind of working backwards from there. So they're the two um, big things. And of course, um, every month or so, I populate my electronic ones just so that there's no clashes of meetings when events are happening, uh, which we can see if we've forgotten to put something in the electronic one, it can stuff up that electronic booking system as well. So make sure if you do take electronic calendar bookings that you're updating your planner in case you're traveling or you won't be available to have those meetings. Okay, so the next step is, um, good morning, lots of people have been saying lots of good morning. Um, let me know also if you do something differently, what works for you because I'd love to know. I'm always big, 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 big on thinking ahead. Um, usually uh, when we did, do, do, did offline events, and we would travel, we would plan 18 months ahead of time. So this is why I kind of go start and plan in September and you're almost looking at all of the following year. So it's nearly 18 months ahead of time. Okay, so review um, what happened this year. Now this is a, such an anomaly, a blip type of year that might not be um, a true um, reflection of what normally happens in your business and your life. Uh, but you still got to review it. You still got to see has your life and business model, life model and business model change and changed and what did that look like and do you want to keep that change or are you looking forward to obviously going back to what you were doing? And I certainly, um, after doing what we've been doing the last five months, am not going to go back to what I used to do, right, which is... Um, heavy offline uh, travel tours and face-to-face um, -face retreats. That's not to say I'm not going to do any, it's just I'm not going to do as many, right? And I'm going to keep the model that we have been able to develop and really thrive into. And so I got a piece of paper out um, the other day, we were having sort of a meeting with Stuart and, um, and I wrote down my USA and I wrote down my Australia. And um, this was only two or three weeks ago. And we wrote down the last six um, workshops that we had run, how many tickets did we sell, how many people turned up, how many people were no-shows, what did we convert, and what did that look like? So I did that reflection, 
And then I go, okay, so this is what we're averaging now. And I've done three or four events since we did this little meeting. So I'm going to add on to those. By the way, I put these in a spreadsheet, but I started off like literally with a piece of paper. And um, I put them into the um, uh, spreadsheet. And then I go, okay, well, what do I want to do next year? Okay, if these were my results in the last five months with the USA and Australia, you know, uh, what do I want to achieve? And how do I work backwards? What does that mean in the amount of online events I want to run and how frequently and all that sort of stuff. And um, and therefore, I can have a very, very firm prediction of what is likely to happen then in the future, right? So that's what, uh, what you would need to kind of observe. What kind of activities did you... Um, you know, create and do for your business? What did you, um, you know, what worked? What were your numbers? You've really got to do a huge reality check on what was, uh, what really happened. Sometimes we'd like to um, either over glorify what really is happening. Um, you know, oh yeah, we did so great, da, da, da. but sit down and do the numbers and it puts you right back down going, oh, okay, maybe it wasn't as, um, you know, uh, you know, massive or whatever it is, or, you know, you can go the other way around. Oh, I haven't been doing really well, but actually if you sit down and, and do the numbers, it will. Um, and it's saying also I plan 18 months ahead and then drill down monthly, then weekly. I have a large whiteboard for the family and also free now detailed weekly daily schedules. I love it. Yes. I don't kind of do the scheduling printouts, but yes, the big calendar is up on the wall and then, okay. So review what happened last year then the next point was uh really look at your numbers and get that uh, a really crisp uh and um you know true um, estimation as to what you have done and what your outcomes have been and then figure out from all of that what is achievable and what would then be your goals and stretch goals for the following year for 2021 and i kind of reverse engineered bits and pieces here about the US and Australia and what we're likely to do and how many retreats, online retreats are we likely to run. And then I multiplied that out and and then, you know, got some numbers and I go, yep, all right, that sounds like what we're currently doing. If we just keep doing it, um, it's going to give us this result, which is even better than this year. So um, so did all of that and uh, set those in the planner. I call these the uh the pages they're called the income stream goals for 2020 well for 2020 up here there's an example and then what um the breakdown for our business uh would be um you basically write down you know what is the income stream so is it one-to-one from workshops from books from products uh from any group programs from retreats and all that so for us we have books planners our half day events our publishing only um projects our retreat and our online portal um, and then I work around, okay, well, this is how many clients we would like to have or have sold in books, planners, half days that I work around, then your average sales price for that particular item and then get your total and then add up everything to get your annual to total. So there's a page in the little planner that shows you what that would look like and then what you can do for yourself. So that's what, um, that's what I will look at. Um, and again, putting a little stretch <laughs> You know, um, you know, not making it super unrealistic, but putting a stretch goal, um, you know, that you can aim for. Um, and like they say, if you aim for the stars and only reach the moon, you've still gone a bloody long way. <laughs> okay, so that's what um, that's that would be the next step. Now, 
let's have a look what kind of activities need to be put into place to make it happen okay so to make these goals happen um of course you might be setting a client goal or a dollar figure goal or whatever it is you know what kind of activities do you need to do to make it happen so how do you get to those outcomes and results you know for us there there's a lot of you know guest speaking gigs um you know being a guest on podcasts running my own half day workshop you know client referrals and you know affiliate programs and things like that so what kind of activities do you need to keep doing uh more of or, or add on to what you're doing to achieve that goal and therefore you need to put that in your schedule because what gets scheduled gets done um now, uh, uh, the next point I had was, uh, has your model shifted? Maybe uh, if your model has shifted a lot in your business, maybe plan for the next six months and tentatively for the following six. Um, so what we have been doing, because it has been very unpredictable um, in terms of what we can do and can't do, and I'm so glad that I basically just took the leap of faith and immediately changed things the minute we could not head out to the US in March uh, in re three or four days everything was moved online and and from there we've been learning repeating and um and um getting better and better at it so um so if uh, and for now like what we would do and the reason we had this meeting with Stuart about two or three weeks ago to look at our numbers was to go should we test out so what we would use we're doing um was a Australia and then a USA half day workshop back to back so one on the Tuesday one on the Wednesday so for these two months, for all of um, August and September, we decided to test out something different. We decided to go one week is Australia, one week is in the US. And one is Australia, so once a week we just do one event, promotional event, and what will that feel like? Because also managing your energy, saying the same stuff, back to back, you know, and also having the normal business activities in the week, you know, what feels better? And actually now that I've done about a month worth of just one, one a week, it does feel a lot more... You know, you get that one done, you've got those people to focus on in terms of your follow-up until you get to the next one, but you can also manage the other business activities. So that's actually changing it up and just switching it around um, has um, been very valuable, and I think I'll keep it that way. Now, um, and that therefore, we said we'll reconvene at the end of September and talk about what will October, November look like. So the plans are in there. They're placed, but they're also, we stay flexible with them because especially if your business have, has moved online, you can actually change and tweak things up a lot faster than if you actually had an offline business. Because with an offline business, you're booking flights, you're booking accommodation, you're booking so many things. I used to book so well ahead. I mean, you may, may have seen my post last week that we had over 50 or 60 flights booked when um corona hit and these flights were booked all the way to january 2021 i still haven't cancelled or, or gotten the credit for the last lot of flights which were meant to be to thailand i've done all the others credits or refunds or whatever it is um that we've had to do but with an offline kind of model you plan and kind of set things and nothing very much changes it's like very firm but with an online model you find that you might uh, you will be able to be a little bit more fluid and flexible and uh bring things about a lot faster which is what i've noticed how it's all happened so so fast like you know oh you want to run an event 10 days boom run some promotional stuff and then you're running an event which is really great um because then it's like um more agile if you like um so um so yeah so I'm, what i'm saying is i am gonna plan all of my 2021 and my big calendar and where my say my firm retreat dates will be 
but what I do around the promotional activities that can stay a little bit more flexible and fluid as we as we progress and we review every couple of months, say ahead of time of what happens. So have a think about all of those things. Um, okay, so conference time. This um, October for us in our business is conference month. Yeah, last year we went out and met Lindy in the Philippines and it was wonderful to sit down and actually again, with the whole team reflect and discuss every area of the business, okay? This year, we're gonna run a virtual conference and um, we're gonna uh, take it through a whole week. We're not gonna do like eight hours a day, but we decided we were gonna do two hours a day at the end of every day once we've handled all the business activities between three and 5 p.m. And we're gonna, again, tackle every part of the business. Now, the, with the beauty of a virtual conference is about having conversations and meetings, not just with your team, because you might be completely on your own, but this might be an opportunity for you to connect and have meetings and um, reviews and discussions for those people that uh, play a part in your business. For example, our layout designer, our cover designer, our editorial team, our printers, like there's a lot of other people that are not employed by the business, but we work with on a daily basis that we're gonna call into the conference say, one day for each lot of those people and actually get their input and get better. So conferencing time, I don't care if you're by yourself, do it with yourself. It is really, really important. Basically, we came up with Vivi last year with our um, template of what we would discuss. And now we've got a little um, conference documents uh, folder that goes on for the years. And we've got the different, um, you know, we start, you know, we would just refresh it and we uh, bring it out, you know, that it's for that particular year, but really the points of discussion remain the same. You might add and remove some stuff, but uh, literally a lot of the stuff, you know, uh, remains the same. So some of the things, I'm just opening up the documents that we go through, are reviewing the previous year, planning and prepping for the next year, refining systems, discussing our culture and our values, our suppliers and contractors, discussing them in detail, any training, team building activities, if it's obviously we're away, personal development for each um, team member, risk taking in the business, pricing, um, and then, um, yeah, and then we go, uh, you know, and then under, in each, in, underneath each of those, for example, refining systems. What new templates do we need? What, what do we need to refine around our publishing templates, FAQ documents, any decluttering, so we do decluttering of our computer, desktop, Dropbox, emails, phone apps. So it's kind of like a little um, intense, review and recap it was almost like um i don't know if you guys remember i did the 30-day winter business boost challenge where you know everything gets tidied up and reorganized and like really set up you know just like i do a mission declutter at home end of november usually start of december this is kind of mission declutter for the business which brings me to the very next point about decluttering it's really really important not just to declutter say your electronic documents your home or whatever it is at a certain time every year so that you kind of you know open up and make room for new stuff to come into your life new clients new business new opportunities but also it's really important to then look at as you're planning what do you need to stop doing right what do you need to stop doing um that you have been doing maybe you've been like kind of offering a certain service or a certain program or just really um, pushing at something that is just not not really doesn't make you happy, doesn't bring joy, right? And for me, um, when I thought about the planners, right, um, the uh, the annual version of them, you know, I uh, yeah, I was just 
tired of having to always have this time frame that I needed to sell these by because obviously they would expire if they're no longer for that particular year. And we have a rule with Stuart when something be becomes too hard work or frustrating and you just kind of have this feeling almost in your body that I just don't want to go there anymore, you know, stop doing it. So what I did, we were in Thailand in July last year and um, and I kind of said, I'm not making them. So I had already, uh, 2020 was on the way and I said, I'm pulling the pin on these. And, um, and I said, but what will replace them? Because having a planner was really... Um, a great thing and a great revenue booster you know we were selling them for 50 60 dollars depending where people were buying them and i thought why don't i make the ultimate first time author book planner which is more relevant to our niche and what we do with people and it'll be the same format with the spiral and all that kind of stuff and then i uh, for my international authors i've created it in a book format so i can print on demand and get it to them and i out of that dropping one thing a new idea was born and we created that brand new plan and that has been going and selling like hotcakes. And then as a couple of months ago, more and more people kept saying, when are your 2021 planners coming out? Because they've been used to me bringing them out for the last five years. I started to ponder and think, well, I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss my little, you know, buddy here that's been with me, uh, obviously designed exactly the way I like to plan. And then I thought, well, I've got the, 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 the graphic design and just, how can I convert this into an evergreen? Maybe I could do that and then print a whole stack and who cares if I sell 200, 500, whatever in a year, they're not, not going to ever run out, yeah? And um, and they'll be current, they can sell them until they sell out, right? And so therefore, like two months ago, I decided too many people are asking me for this. I, You know, it's sending away a client that wants to keep buying uh, a certain product from you is probably not, not the best thing if you've got enough, you know, uh, clients who want to, uh, you know, get their hands on this. And then I said, you know what? I contacted my designer and said, can we just make it evergreen? Do this, 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 this. Created a little video that would train someone how to use it. And boom, they're printed. I'm just waiting for the cargo to be delivered. And I think this is going to be a great little, um, again, uh, don't send people away, but actually give them the alternative if you they want to use it. And guess what? I can sell it any time of the year. Someone can start using it February to February or June to June because really they set it up uh, as they like it. So that's what I chose to let go of. In the past, I've let go of certain mastermind programs that used to run full year, um, you know, because they, they were just some things take away our time unnecessarily. So therefore, we need to declutter and say, I need to stop doing this. I need to focus doing more of uh, more of my um, signature thing, right? I'm always, 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 if I can encourage you, um, is to keep focused and keep, you know, um, keep things simple. The simpler you keep them, the more success you will get in the thing that you specialize in. <laughs> she loves her, her planner. <laughs> yeah, I know, uh, Julie, I love I love the planner. That's why I kind of like also didn't want to let it go for myself. I said, whose planner am I going to buy? No one plans like I do. No one has it. So it's almost like I did these planners more for me guys than anyone else. But other people who follow me and they want to plan and like come to calls like this, they um, they want to get access to um, to the way that I plan. And I said, oh, well, I make it for myself and I make a few spares for other people and then we're all happy. Um, so that's why I created the way it is. All right, so, so I covered off some things around what to do around conferencing time. Um, and as you guys would know, Julie, who's on the call right now, joined our team just recently. She's, her official start date is not till next Monday. So seven more slips, Julie. 
I finally got your phone activated yesterday. Oh my God, three hours on Telstra messaging, <laughs> but it's working. I've got your new number. Um, and so, so also why I wanted to bring Julie into the team right now, ahead of our October conference is by the time the conference runs, uh, runs, I want it to be sort of really feels like, feel, uh, feel like, um, she's learned quite a few things in the business and now she can listen to the review and the plans and be part of that uh, part of the year because it's a really important one to ensure the success and the, us being super organized for 2021. So um, so uh, we'll wrap up conference in time. Now, training, where are your gaps? Do you need to invest in yourself to, um, you know, learn, be part of a program, take a course, uh, you know, what is it? You know, where are you lacking? You know, are you lacking around system creation in your business? Are you lacking around your ability to sell? Are you lacking in your ability to learn a techie skill or a tool? You know, what is it that you need to do um, to invest in yourself to get better at something? Yeah. Don't be scared to invest in yourself because when you do, you're building more infrastructure around your business. You're more skilled. Therefore, you can then um, train your staff in further uh, uh, further abilities and outsource more of what you do. Okay, so think about that and you need to plan for that again. If you don't plan for it, you don't make the time, you know, the months and the weeks fly by. Okay, theme for the year. Okay, this is one of my favorite things. Theme for the year. What is going to be your theme for the, uh, the following year? And it could be interlinked with what you're going to be training on. So for us, it, we really wanted to make it a focus. Uh, it was sales. 2020 was for us sales. Um, and um, and basically, um, you know, we wanted everyone in the team to be able to know how to speak about the products and services and be able to, you know, really um, skyrocket outside like a side, of, a side of the business. And funny enough, uh, uh, the sheer fact that we've been locked down and, um, and have had to have so many online conversations, sales conversations, um, promotional seminars and everyone a part of the team has attended all of those and has spoken to people it's kind of came about naturally it's funny if you set a theme how your mind chooses to focus you know what you focus on is what you get to the exclusion of everything else and it's funny how just it's brought about you know this thing and and we're thriving in that area that is around the theme other times it's the theme has been quite personal it's um at some point at one point it was like getting Stuart to join um, join the business like this was in year three I think and then um, you know uh, you know hiring an, a virtual assistant like you know it was just a different theme it's, it's not just about um, um, I think yes uh, last year's theme so this year is sales last year was publishing so last year was all about really tightening up our systems and becoming a rock solid well-oiled machine when it comes to our publishing side of things because it's the year before that we launched the publishing company so we've just celebrated two years in that so really that was the major major focus to really um and which we we've nailed it and we really have amazing systems and follow up in terms of what we're doing the publishing side of things so what is it yeah have i thought about next year you can ask me what is, what is your theme next year not yet we're going to discuss this at the conference and kind of get everyone's input of where we feel we need to like, um, you know, transition our focus, um, you know, from the sales theme to what's our next theme. Um, I already have one idea, but we'll think about that. 
All right, so theme for the year, pick that. That makes you also then have a focus and things that, you know, you crank it up to your highest values in the business. And that's where you focus most of your time and money. Money in training, time in terms of getting better at that area. Make sure that you define uh, your team's roles. Um, you know, what are the role of different team members in your business? Um, you know, what does everyone do? Um, because every year can shift a little bit because you may be giving people more things to do. Maybe you're um, taking away a task from one person, giving it to another. So just redefinement of that. Um, and if it's for you, just for yourself, guess what? Just define what you're doing, right? W what you do. And as time goes on and you put on one person, you, you give away some of those tasks for that person, right? That's how it happens. Otherwise, at the start of the business, it was all me. It had a list of 100 things I did. I did absolutely everything. But slowly, there's different departments. Stuart's the marketing department. Vivi's the publishing. You know, we've got Lindy into event coordination. You know, we've got other people, right? So I don't have to do absolutely everything. And that's how it also begins, okay? So recap, review, and update your systems, which we've already mentioned that, um, you know, we should always be, this is all fluid. Our businesses are fluid. They're evolving. We're innovating. We're getting better. Um, you know, I have a ton of things like on my list to do this week, even though I have so many events, I have stuff that I want to get organized in terms of what I'm planning. Um, risk taking in hobbies, you know, what kind of risks, you know, um, will you take in your business to you know, get yourself out of that comfort zone. And, you know, personally, you know, is there something that um, you can start doing in your own personal life, like a hobby? This year for me, that was part of my tasks from last year's conference is this, discover a new hobby. And I have discovered the diamond painting side of things, which is very meditative. I'm currently doing a little picture. Um, I sent, no, a Chris, two, got two Christmas ones. I'm like a quarter way through um, a little cute little diamond painting of um, uh, snowmen. Uh, and that's what I've been doing like over the weekend and relaxing. And that's something you should also aim to do as well. And then also, what are your lifestyle and family goals? So, you know, do you want to take certain trips? Do you want to do a, like, you know, we bought that house in Queensland. The finance was approved. We went shopping on the weekend. We bought two new couches for like a house because we're going to fill it up. So, you know, our family and lifestyle goals is for now, you know, obviously that it's not going to be international goals uh, for a little while. But our goal is going to be, hey, how do we get to Queensland? How do we set up this new house and create this amazing kind of lifestyle for our family? And one of the goals, you know, and that's also going to be um, part of, you know, the base in Queensland for the business. And we're going to be able to develop a different version of what, of what was skin to skin once upon a time in conference and as to what can be at this particular property. You know, someone suggested to me we should call it the Denman. <laughs> you know, that that's going to be our retreat property name, right? Um, still thinking on that one, so we'll see. So there you go, guys. Half an hour of some tips and suggestions of how you can think about it. It's not too early to start planning and um, really being proactive around what's going to happen. I know we are in uncertain and unpredictable times of how, how and what are we going to do and what's life going to look like in uh, two weeks, two months, or, you know, even two years. Um, so, but we still got to make some and put some plans and intentions in place to, um, to create some kind of certainty ourselves. We have the choice and the power to do so. So I hope this has been valuable. Have a wonderful week. And I hope that you smash it out. Have a wonderful day and see you soon. Bye-bye.